Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Gardener Peter Dodal joins us as usual on a Wednesday afternoon. Good afternoon to you, Peter. Good afternoon, John Paul, and a lovely sunny Wednesday afternoon. Well, is it sunny where you are? I wish it was. We oh. can. Uh, it's, it's, the weather is so miserable. We have to. We have to try imagining. Well, I can tell you now, and I'm not lying when I say this. There's blue skies uh, over where we are at the moment here in the studios, but that could change very soon. But at the moment, <laughs> it isn't too bad. But it's a changeable day, and that rain is due to come back. Not a great day though uh, for the gardens, Peter. High wind, really high wind this morning early from around four a.m. It is. They are. The winds are very strong. Yeah, but they don't. Hopefully, not doing too much damage yet. But um, it's just we're in the middle of a, a, a bad spell of weather, and it's, it's forecasting. I think well into next week that we're we're not going to get let up from this wet and windy weather. I think, but we, we just have to wait and see. I suppose. Yeah, it's the rain. I mean, it's the the level of rainfall is something they haven't seen in a while uh, across Europe. And then on the other side of that, you have the heat and the high temperatures in Spain. I mean, you've written about this. And you've spoken about climate change a lot. Some say no, it's just cycles. Have you? Do you think it could be climate change with the way we're seeing these heavy rainfalls for the last two or three weeks? Not at this stage. I don't think there's any question can remain with anybody that the, the, the climate is changing. Uh, whether anything can specifically be put down to climate change or not, I don't know. But I would say that um, the rain that we are seeing, not all the time, but a lot of the rain that we're seeing is so torrential and so heavy. We really did not see rain like this when I was a child. Uh, and dare I say, JP, when you were a child, which was a couple of years after me. But um, uh, like, if we saw rain that heavy when I was a child, it was literally for a couple of minutes. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. 
That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. But now we're seeing it for, for, you know, protractedly, maybe over a couple of hours, which is what's leading to this flooding. And I wrote a piece in the Examiner just the weekend just gone. Uh, and it, it, well, it was... It was relevant to to the city planners, to urban gardens, but also to domestic gardens, and that's the, the the whole rain garden idea. So, what a rain garden is like, what plants need to do in Ireland and probably many other countries now, as the climate is changing, we need to have plants that that can cope with all the different weather extremes. So, they would need to be have been able to cope with the drought in July and August, and now they need to de- to, to deal with being waterlogged. Um, and by creating rain gardens, as they wrote about it in the Examiner on Saturday, you'll find it online, uh, what rain gardens do, they're not bog gardens or they're not ponds, but they, they slow the rate of water uh, draining into the drainage system. And it's, it's with this heavy rain, what we need to do is slow down slow down the passage of water from, from the sky as it goes down through our buildings, through our gardens, into the drainage system. It's all about trying to slow it down, I think, if we can. And we'll probably see a lot more of those so in the future if they if they say things are going to go like this for the next number of years. Yeah, well, hopefully we will see a lot more of them in our in our cities and towns yeah. because apart from alleviating the the flooding, they're, they're not magic. They're not going to stop flooding, but they will alleviate it. Um, but apart from doing that, they're also they're gorgeous to have little pockets of planting in towns and in cities, and they're helping biodiversity. They're helping urban climate. They're doing so much. They're giving so much in terms of benefits. It's crazy that we're not looking at them. Okay, well, we'll get into the uh, real gardens now that we have at the moment here. And this first question uh, is regarding tree ferns, Peter. And this person is asking how to protect them during the frost. Now, they did hear about fern blankets, uh, but would you recommend them? Well, I don't know. The the term fern blanket is one I haven't heard, but I imagine it's much the same as what I'm going to recommend, which is tree ferns. Now, you don't have to worry about them at the moment because it's still so mild but uh, they can be susceptible to, to very low temperatures and to frost and snow. So what you want to do, John Paul, is the, 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 the top of the stem, if you like, where the fronds emerge from, that's the vulnerable point with the tree ferns. You need to protect that. So well, you don't need to do this all winter long, but if low temperatures are coming, it's a good idea to tie up this year's fronds, which are beginning to turn brown or will turn brown after the winter. Um, tie them up, and so you've kind of created this little funnel down towards the top of the stem and you you put a load of newspaper or something just to keep the frost away from that uh, crown from that growing tip Um, and then you wrap the whole thing around wrap uh, a horticultural fleece is what you use uh, which is probably what they're talking about with the fern blanket so you wrap this horticultural fleece then around the outside of it and it does protect it Um, but I wouldn't necessarily do it all winter long but just if low temperatures are coming and uh, this person has an umbrella plant, Peter. Now, it's in her house and she's had it for about 10 years. She was told recently that it's not good for health to have it in the living room of the house. Uh, any idea, Peter, about that? Well, I'd be interested to hear why not. Um, I'm, I'm very I'm very slow to come down and definitely say that's wrong. But 
in this instance, I think I nearly would. But I, so I would like to hear why the person said it's bad for your health. Um, I'm a huge proponent of indoor plants in terms of air quality. I mean, they're amongst the best air filters we can get. Now, uh, they're not amongst the best air filters we can get. They are the best air filters we can get because they, they take the harmful stuff out of the air and in turn they give us back fresh oxygen. Now, some people, and it may, it may have come from this, that... Uh, plants go through, they photosynthesize, as you know, during daylight hours and they give off fresh fresh oxygen. But uh, there, there is a period where they respire uh, and the rest, when they're, when they're respiring, they, they actually become net CO2 emitters as opposed to oxygen. But it's, it's negligible. It's not a harmful amount or anything like that. Um, it may be from that that they're saying that they're damaging to the health, but it, it's far from it. I would say absolutely far from it. Okay, and I don't know if you got the WhatsApp pictures uh, that this listener sent in, uh, but they have begonias in pots. She wants to know, how do I save them for next year, Peter? I also have little shoe fly plants and I would like to save these as well. Now, I don't have a greenhouse and should I tuck them under a shrub or what would you recommend, Peter? Well, sorry, John Paul, what was the second plant that she said? The second plant she has, it's called a shoe fly plant is what she calls it. Shoe fly plant. Well, I'm not familiar with the term shoe fly plant, but with the begonias, and unfortunately, no, I didn't see your photograph. Um, but if it's the tuberous begonias, which I imagine it is, which are the ones that are still in in flower uh, at the moment, and they're the kind of big, really, really big double flowers. They're really um, fantastic looking plants, still in 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 full flower in my garden anyway even though we're into November um, so what will happen with them when the temperatures drop the foliage and flower above the ground will go brown and will die off but um, what you want to do then is lift the tuber out of the ground so lift the tuber out uh, store it like you would with dahlias and things so just wrap it in a bit of let it dry out a bit first then wrap it in some brown paper or old newspaper and just keep it in, like your garden shed somewhere cool and dry until planting out next spring um, and, and it, it, that's if it's the tuberous if it's the fibrous rooting ones which are the very very small flowers masses of tiny little flowers well they really are just an annual um, so there's nothing really you can do with them they, they're not going to come on but the tuberous ones should and I just had a quick search as we were talking for the, the shoe fly plant and it's uh, it's the Nicandra Nicandra for the load is but that, that's um, that's an annual so that's not going to come back next year but what you could do is um, is try collecting the seed from, from the Nicandra and they, that should come quite well Okay and Maureen is in Waterfall now she wants to know first of all if she can cut back her roses now You can cut back your roses now but I'd be kind of of the opinion as to why would you because they're looking still so well at the moment um, now maybe hers aren't maybe they're, they're showing signs of the rain damage but roses are in full bloom I was in, in a garden just yesterday uh, giving a bit of advice to, to the people and I was looking at the roses and they they don't look just like a couple of straggly winter flowers they look as good as they did in the summer uh, and not a hint of, of dieback even on the leaves yet the leaves were, were, were fully green uh, and my own roses in my own garden there's still not a huge amount of colour but there is some colour in them so I'm certainly going to leave them flower away uh, I've given them a trim of course but um, I, I probably wouldn't cut them back hard uh, until um, end of February really the, the other side of the winter before I cut them back hard but you would want to have them cut back before the end of February early March but any time really between now and then and Maureen also has uh, poison ivy now it's growing at the root of her camellia and she would like some advice Peter from you on how to kill it or should she just leave it alone well if she's got poison ivy we're in trouble because it's a, it's a notifiable plant I think you can only grow poison ivy under licence in Ireland so I need to see a picture of that to be sure. 
but if you think it's poison ivy, I certainly wouldn't go anywhere near it. Um, but but I, I suspect it could not, it may not be. I suspect maybe it's just ivy. Uh, but maybe send us in a picture just to be sure before I even attempt to answer that one. Okay, and you can send that picture in, Maureen, if you can, uh, either by WhatsApp, 0862103103, or email uh, corktoday at c103.ie. And then uh, back to WhatsApp, where a person is asking you, Peter, what can I do with silver penny seeds that I have collected? Can I set them now? Silver penny seeds, it's another one. I mean, I don't know that one, but just to go back just a second, just to the poison ivy one, if you do suspect it's poison ivy, but I, I hope it's not, don't touch it, don't go anywhere near it, uh, just to reiterate that. Um, but do send us in a picture of it and we, we'll have a look at it. Uh, silver penny, I just don't know it by that name. But just Oh, sorry, just again, a, a quick search online. It's a, a Lunaria, or Honesty is what we call it. So she said she collected the seeds and she was asking what to do with the seeds. Yeah, exactly, that's it. Yeah, well, you could start the seeds off now, in fact, in a, a tray of compost indoors, uh, but I probably, realistically, I probably wait for myself until next spring, kind of February, March, start them off in a, a seed tray f- filled with compost, um, damp compost. They'll germinate relatively easy. They're what's called a biennial JP, which means that they'll complete their life cycle in two years. So they'll flower in year two, but they're the most gorgeous purple flower. You can get them in white as well, but normally purple. Uh, And it's the seed heads, which, of course, now that I see it, I can see where the the term seed, uh, silver penny comes from. Um, uh, The the seed heads are this lovely kind of papery, like a silver penny. (laughs) And they're lovely. They're every bit as lovely to look at as the flowers. Yeah, I see a picture here. They are actually. You see them now. I haven't seen them as much in the last few years, but they were very popular when we were growing up. Maybe, I don't know if they're still as popular, but they were a popular garden plant, weren't they, at the time? They were, and they were they were a wild, I don't know, I think they're native, but they were certainly a naturalised wildflower yeah. in Ireland. But again, like, like so many of them, you don't see it occurring in the wild much anymore. Now, uh, this is Trace, who wants to know when or how can she cut back Alstroemeria? Well, Alstroemeria, again, are probably still flowering, so I'd be in no rush. Now, these are they're different to the roses. Uh, the Alstroemerias are, are a, a herbaceous plant, herbaceous perennial. So all that means, JP, is that the term herbaceous just means something that will die back for the winter. So in effect, every bit of it that's overground will, will, will die off for the winter to go brown. And you really don't need to do anything until that happens. And when that happens, you still don't need to do anything. It couldn't be much easier. Uh, but for tidiness, you might just want to clean it up and, and th- throw it into the compost bin. Uh, and all the energy, all the magic in that plant will go underground then for the winter uh, and go to sleep, if you like, it will become dormant, and then it will go again all on its own in the spring. So really, you have very little to do with the Alstrom area. Okay. And Julia wants to know, Peter, are the pot mums that you can buy in the shops, are they suitable for planting outside and also... Uh, do you think they could or will survive the winter? Yes and no. <laughs> Is that answer? Yes, yes, they are suitable for planting outside, but only temporarily. Uh, those pot mums, they're a type of chrysanthemum, and they will uh, they give great colour. Now, unfortunately, the, the heavy rain will put pay to them. But they're a very popular plant in Europe, particularly during this month of November, actually, and visiting graves. It's a very um, popular plant to, to, to put on graves across many countries in Europe. Not so much here, but it's a gorgeous plant nonetheless. But I would really just use it outside as um, a temporary shot of colour, if you know what I mean. It'll give colour for six or eight weeks outside, maybe in a pot by the door or something like that. Uh, so that's the yes bit, if you want. If you like, you can put it outside. Would I be confident that it'll come back next year if left outside? No, I wouldn't. And certainly not to anything like the, the quality of what you get when you buy it so I would bring it in for the winter if you wanted to be sure 
And to Liz, if you have any advice for her, she doesn't know what the tree is called, but they're uh, tropical trees, she's calling them, in her garden. That They're quite popular in coastal areas of Cork Beach. You might be familiar with the ones, but this morning, due to the winds, uh, half of it has cracked. Now, will it grow? Or what can she do? Because it looks a bit unsightly now for her. Don't know which one we're talking about, obviously, but do send a photograph in and I'll have a look at it. Uh, but the answer to the question is, I would suspect it probably will grow back. Nature is amazing, so I suspect it will grow back all on its own. But I can't say that with any degree of certainty without seeing it. But So send us in a photograph and I'll certainly have a look for you. Very good. And, and she just, uh, the one she's talking about, she described it here on WhatsApp. You know, they, they look, they're kind of spiky. They're, they're common enough in, in, in most gardens. It's probably it's a cordyline, so perhaps. Maybe, yeah, 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 maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah in which case, yes, it will. I would say yes, it will. Now, you, you, if it's cracked, you would probably want to give the, the the where it has cracked, clean up that cut if you know what I mean. So mm-hmm. with, with with a saw if necessary or a secretary, depending on the size of it, um or loppers, make sure that cut is clean. It's a bit like ourselves, if we have a dirty, ragged cut, it's far more likely infection is going to get in. Whereas if you can give it a clean cut, um just one clean cut, it it, it should callous over much better. Okay, Peter, thank you for that. Are you are you still out and about doing talks or are you back I, in the I, TV I, world I, yet? I, I'm back in the TV world, yeah, oh, yeah. back in the Today Show every week, but uh, back in, in the real world too of, of, <laughs> of looking at gardens in this yeah. lovely weather. <laughs> and that's the joys of it, isn't it? The joys of it is right, JP. We'll, Very good. We'll talk to you next week. We'll chat to you next week, Peter. Thank you for that. That is Peter Dowdall of theirishgardener.com and you will catch him on Facebook or Instagram. Just search The Irish Gardener. Which- Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.